0: we challenge um, ourselves our and the more we challenge the things that we speak about, the more clear we can get. That's what, it's important to talk to people, it's important to have the sheer, that's the beauty of the sheer, right? I could just stand up here for half hour, 45 minutes and just say my thing. Why do I always stop and say question and comments? Not just because I'm trying to be nice, It's because I really, really want question and comments because the question and comments, they clarify the things that we're talking about. And I know after yesterday's sheer, I heard a lot of um, question and comments uh, afterwards. So I don't know if anyone um, remembers their question and comments, but I encourage everybody um, to ask certain whatever questions they might have. We can end off. We could start off the way we ended off, talking about, you know, kiddishes, Super Bowl parties, or we could just start off with, with uh, whatever triggered. Like I always say, we love triggers. The reason we love triggers is because uh, any trigger is a great, um, is a great way to get down to the bottom of something. Why does it bother me so much? Why does this bother me so much? Why if someone would go ahead and say, you know, you have to, uh, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that, or, you know, the shoulds, right? Should, you should do this, you should do do that, right? The more we, the more things trigger us, the more clarity we could understand um, of what's going on, so. With that hakdama, now obviously I'd like to get a little bit to to the Chavetz Chaim and Mesil Zisharim, which I hope we'll get to today. Yeah, if you could just bring for a second, yeah. Um, But does anyone want to start with uh, with some questions from yesterday? Anyone have any memory of yesterday? Or am I just like in my own world and I should just go, uh, just start fresh? I know we mentioned something at the wedding. Thank you. Now that that's the beauty. I'll get to you in a second, Daniel. Okay. Both, both Daniel and Daniel. Um, the the um, the beauty of the beauty of a new day and a new year is we could start over and we could start fresh and we could uh, you know begin with a new perspective. Okay, so oh wow, we got four four questions. So who's starting? Your hand went up first, Daniel. Let's go. Um, when,
1: when you said you have to get down to the bottom of why, I, I was I, I didn't fully totally understand what you meant yesterday when you said that. You don't understand how somebody in his fifties, right. grown-up adult, is able to jump up and down in the years this football team. Right, right, right. right. I'm just. Uh, I'm working, yeah, go I'm, go. I'm, go. I'm, you I, I just want I, I you just to, wanted to clarify play. what I, I meant by that, in. right? Okay.
0: What, what, I meant, what I meant by that, and I'm so happy that, that, uh, that uh, that's maybe a question, um, um, I, 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 I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help, um, it's not that I don't know why a 50-year-old or a 60-year-old or a 40, 50, 60-year-old would jump up and down. It's not that I can't explain to you why he would do that. And I'm not saying that a person like that, Chassar Shalom, is a bad person. Right, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that somebody who drinks um, and gets uh, has to drink at Kiddush um, a lot of a lot of scotch or whiskey or whatever consistently. I'm not saying anyone's bad. I'm not judging anyone. So I just want to be clear on that. What I'm saying is, I would hope, I would hope that. Um, that we can become uh, mature enough and we could become adult enough that that's something that's not exciting in my life, whether this person, this team. Now when you're 18 years old, when you're 20 years old, when you're 25 years old, now we could talk about what's age appropriate or not as Rafi said the line yesterday um it's not age appropriate it's stage appropriate we could talk about that there there is you you do you would you you would want to get to a level in your life where you are uh as mature as you can be and as independent as you can be and as um you know a high level adult as can be i don't view a 50 year old jumping around for a super bowl party um cheering on a team me personally I don't view that as something that I would um, hope to to be like and something that I think is mature do I think it's a bad thing not at all I know people who are close to me who might do that but I don't believe that that's something someone going to a kiddish and drinking um, and you know getting a little high uh, drinking or whatever they're doing I'm not judging anyone I don't think that that's a level that um, that that I think is a high level, or something that somebody would want to become. Does that make more sense? Is that better? That's all. And what happens is when society, when you when you watch your father or your mother, or you watch your uncle or your great uncle, or you see society will throw out a kiddush right? when you're a little kid and you walk into. uh uh, uh, a kiddish with with grown men consistently putting down bottles and bottles of whiskey drinking rolling their eyes about marriage making jokes and you say this is what it is i say no this is not what it is there's something wrong over here it's very important for for people to be able to say this is wrong and this is I don't know if that's the right word. This is wrong, this is right. To be able to identify what is, what is mature, what is adult-like, what is something that's, that's you know, um, something I want to, what? Ideal, meaningful. Great, 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 great. So that's a discussion we could have. That's something we could talk about. Doesn't
1: it just trace back to pleasure? This is what gives this individual that goes to show once a week of Javis and decides to drink. Drink once a week. Great. That's that's just that's what displeasure pleasure is someone right. else's pleasure. and someone's talks. pleasure might
0: be watching someone's pleasure might be watching mm-hmm. pornography. So what what's wrong with that? Something that's very pleasurable, um, something that someone enjoys, someone likes well, what's the problem? Someone likes, you know, flirting with uh, another woman. That's very pleasurable. I'm not even getting I'm not even getting to, into Torah. I'm not even getting into Torah. I'm saying what what's wrong with that? That's what society is destroying is we're being destroyed by that. We're being destroyed by what's the big deal. It is a big deal. What's the big deal if I yell at my wife once in a while? What's the big deal if I get into a fight with my wife?
2: There's,
0: there's common sense also. Correct. There's common sense. Where do you draw the line? Exactly. Where do you draw the line? Correct. That's the million-dollar question. Now, I just want to say the answer to that question is, and again, we're skipping a little bit. I want to get to other people's questions, but this is where I draw my line. This is where I draw my line not by Netflix and not by what people do, but by people who live the life and live a life and can teach me what's right and what's wrong. That, that I can do. If I learn from, from, from the, the Torah and I learn from people who act in congruence with the Torah and who live that the ways of the Torah are sweet and they are, they are beautiful, and they are peaceful, and you learn to, to smell the beauty of that, then yeah, otherwise, yeah, why is a boy a boy and a girl's girl? That's going to happen in your generation, guys. It's happening right now. Mark my notes. Take notes right now. In five years, I don't know how fast it's going to be, where the same person who's going to challenge you know, getting drunk We'll be the same person who's going to challenge, I don't know if a boy's a boy or a girl's a girl. Who says? Who says? How do you know? Who are you to decide? So I need to start somewhere. And we need to start somewhere. We need to remind ourselves as the decadence of society, as the society is being destroyed every month, every year, whatever's happening. Baruch Hashem, we have a base marriage. Baruch Hashem, we have a mesilzish arm. This only cost me six shekel. In 1996, 1997, six shekel, six shekel, right? Where else am I getting my information from, Daniel? From where, from Netflix, from CNN, from Fox News, from, (laughs) sorry, L'Havdl, L'Havdl, but I'm sorry I'm gonna say it, I'm giving a shir, I'm saying this to Alice, Yeshiva World News, where am I getting it from, Mishpacha Magazine? People might not like to hear that. Ted neman? Where am I getting my information from? From the Shetelmacher? No offense to any Shetelmacher. I'm not trying to put down anyone. I promise you I'm not putting down anyone. I, I mean that, but I just want to know where am I getting my sanity from? Where am I getting it from? Am I getting it from the Messias? Am I getting it from Chavetz Chaim? How many people have told me when I learned Chavetz Chaim with them at my table? How many people have told me, but if I can't do that, then what am I gonna talk about? So I have nothing to talk about if I'm not going to talk Lashon Okay, great. So go talk Lashon Hara, because you have nothing to talk about. Great. But that's the problem. We have, to, we have to know these things. You're new here, Daniel. You just got here. You ain't seen nothing yet, my friend. We're just getting started. The longer you sit in that chair, the more in trouble you're going to be in a good way. Because you'll realize that there's something wrong out there. There's nothing wrong here. There's nothing wrong in the Chavetz there's nothing wrong in the Ramchal. There's nothing wrong, and we, we're, so, we're so confused where something that's so clear, we don't even know if that's clear anymore, right? To say anything about someone who's, you know, uh, a certain, acts a certain way, you can't say anything anymore, which is very dangerous. It's dangerous that I can't stand up for what's right and say what's true anymore. I'm not allowed to do that. If you do that, you're in big trouble. It's very, very dangerous. I know, Ruf your hand's up, but I know, uh, unless it's a quick, but I just know. What, you wait? Okay, we gotta go around here. Where, where are we up to over here? But thank you, Daniel, I wanna give you a thank you, for real. I, I, and I encourage, and I encourage your questions, and I encourage the debate, and I encourage anyone, I please, I encourage anyone to challenge, to talk, to ask, to not understand, because that's the only way you're going to understand, is by asking. And if something triggers you, and believe it or not, I get triggered too. I also get triggered. And I gotta learn what my triggers are. I don't know why why I get triggered, you know, I was telling Keevy, I said this the other night, when people, I'm not even sure why, when I'm driving and someone, you know, when you're driving in a long thing and someone just passes right by and tries to get in, I don't know why that triggers me, but it triggers me. It triggers me. I don't know why kiddishes of people having green kiddishes and getting drunk, I don't even know, I've never been to one of those. But when I hear of people having, uh, putting down bottles of whiskey and green kiddishes passing out candies, I don't know, does this, am I talking bizarre things to anybody here? This is not bizarre? Am I saying weird things over here? This is not weird. It's not weird. That triggers me. That bothers me. That bothers me. It bothers me. I don't know if it triggers me. It just gets me. I'm like, it bothers me that that's okay. That it's okay to buy seven bottles of, of, of whiskey and to down them and to have green kiddushes and to, and to, and that's a stand, what? So he doesn't know. I don't want to be a bad influence on him. Can someone tell him what a green kiddush is? Ribzav, you're a tzaddik, Ribzav. What? No, it's the vegetables. So you're also we're naive. What's a green kiddush? Right. They have they pass out candy. They have part of the edibles. Edibles, glad kosher edibles. There's something wrong with that. There is something wrong with that. Exactly. But then you can't say that because then you're being judgmental. Yeah, I'm not being judgmental. I don't want, I don't want to be a, Baruch Hashem, I'm not going to be that person. I don't want anybody here. I will be, I will feel uh, guilty. I don't know what feeling I'll have. Hopefully I won't have that feeling. If somebody here, when they're 50 years old, is like, yeah, doing, I'd say, uh, what did I do wrong? What did I not teach him in yeshiva? Now, obviously it's your bechira to live the life you want to live. But what, Right? Everyone knows here, I say this all the time, to be a good husband. No one's going to be surprised. I say it to every chasad and kala, and everyone knows it, and my shalom b'ayashir. Anyone who's stepped foot in this yeshiva for longer than a month will know that one of the most important things I teach everyone is, is to be a good husband. So I know that. If someone is not going to be a good husband, I'm... I'm, I'm don't talk to me. I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm not interested, right? You learned here in the yeshiva. I couldn't care less how much, how much you learned here in the yeshiva. If you're not going to be a good husband, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not proud of your... Uh, now, is it hard to be a good husband? Of course it's hard to be a good husband. But there are certain principles in life that, 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 are, that are the most important things, and that I'm going to share that with everybody. Okay. Daniel?
1: Like from what it was sounding like yesterday, it was yes. like a guy that drinks at a kiddush or a guy that, you know, watches football or, the football right. or whatever is like, you know, you're, you're, you're out to lunch. Good, know?
0: good. So let's get more clear. So let's get more clear. A guy? I didn't say a guy. Let's get clear. I, I'm, we're talking about an age-appropriate. Age-appropriate. Rafi said it. Stage-appropriate. What I said to everybody here, so let's be, let me be clear. It's not a guy who drinks at a kiddush mm-hmm. And a guy who watches Super Bowl, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, what I'm saying is, what age are you? What age are you in life? Right now, anyone who wants to get drink at kiddish, Kazunta hate. Anybody who wants to, wants to watch Super Bowl, I'm actually one of those Yeshivas where I don't do a Super Bowl thing. Watch the Super Bowl. Some people are like, dafka, let's make a thing not to watch the Super Bowl. I'm like, "It's good to watch the Super Bowl. That's what I believe. I believe that. I believe it's good to watch the Super Bowl for you guys. For me, now if I'm gonna bond with my son to watch the Super Bowl, for sure I'll watch the Super Bowl. And I might even enjoy the Super Bowl. I might even get nervous watching some plays that are happening because I am a, a regular American who loved football and this and that. But if I would initiate that with my buddies and this and that, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be proud of that, that's what I'm talking about. What age are you? Going to kiddish? If I can't wait to get to kiddish, that I'm davening Musaf at my age, I'm not talking about you guys, at my age, someone who's 40, someone who's 50, someone who's 60, who's I'm in the middle of Musaf, and I'm dreaming about the shot of Johnny Walker, sorry, vey, Johnny Walker, and I'm dreaming about then. Stom, you're uh, right. What level are you, Johnny Walker? If I'm dreaming for the Glenlivet, Blue Label. Blue Label. Okay, yeah, no one has what. What's another? What's Glenlivet? What's a good? What's a good one? What? Uh, Fitted 21. 1942. 1942. Yeah, whatever. Whatever we're gonna say. So if I'm doing Musaf. I'm having trouble concentrating Musaf. Now, when you're 21 years old and you're having trouble concentrating Musaf because of the kiddish of the I'd say, not bad. Not bad. You're actually davening Musaf. You're actually thinking about it, having a few shots. No problem. You're going to get drunk. That's a different conversation. You're thinking about getting drunk. That's a different conversation. Then I would say that that is a problem. But if I'm 50 years old, if I'm 40 years old, and that's what I'm thinking about, I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to challenge that. Make sense? Yes. Is that more clear? Yisrael, is that more clear? It's pretty
1: much your entire being. Oh, sorry. If, if it's your being, it's like you're, you're working all week and you, you need to get to the table. And exactly. Every week, what do you mean? Yeah. I need to. If I do it
0: every week, if I do it every week, if once in a while my friend makes a bar mitzvah and we're the b- buddies are all around and we sit together, we make a few l'chaims, we get a little bit this, and it's kishmak. No, Grape Seder, you're, you're, it's okay. That's not what we're talking about. And by the way, that's not the problem. That's not the problem. That's not the problem. Right? Who said it yesterday? Uh, who was saying yesterday? Um, I forgot. Oh, I think Simcha, someone was saying, says, oh, what do you mean? If, if, if everyone gets together once a year for the Super Bowl and that's the only time they're off and they see each other watching the Super Bowl, we're like, that's, we're not talking about that case. Nobody does that. That's not the case we're talking about. But the point is, it's not about the Super Bowl, it's not about kiddish. It's about learning and understanding what is a mature adult, how do I become a mature adult, how do I learn how to grow and to become someone who is bigger than I am right now. And you're not gonna do that if you're talking lush and Hara. I promise everybody here, you will not become someone who can have a wonderful family and children and all of those things, it's not possible if you sit at your Shabbos table, if you sit at your supper table talking lushin Hara. It doesn't work like that. Both from a ruchnia sense and a just practical sense. Okay, that's number two, we're good? Okay, who is number three? Well, let's add their hands up. Rafi. Um,
2: yesterday or um, sometimes you're having said that when he was little, you yes. had a bad day and right. you did go home just go on your phone, you sit with him.
0: We didn't have phones.
2: So for me, probably like a lot of
1: other people,
2: once i a certain event, job is very, very difficult, right? Of course. Makes sense. You're sitting alone with your dogs. Correct. But for me, I'm a very overthinking person. Yes. And what happened was many of us and I would sit I I would have been able to fall for hours. I was right. thinking thing and I ended up doing a lot of over overthinking, a lot of damage. Nice. Maybe if I would have had my phone, maybe if I would have had an escape, I'm not saying the problem would have gone away, but I wouldn't have overthought everything. Nice. Oh, wow. yeah. okay. Amazing. Wow.
0: wow. I love the I love the honesty. Love what? I love it as well. Wow. Right? Who, everyone does. Everyone does, right? Love it, love it. I respect it. I love it, and and um, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Rafi. I, it's hard to go back and to say if I would have done that. It, it really is hard, and it's a it's a right. You were saying if I would have been on my phone, if I would have this, maybe things would have been different. It's very hard for for anyone to respond to that because it's hard to know, and it's a right, right, right. So, so let me just talk, let's just, good, let's just talk about, about, uh, about entertainment system usage. Let's just talk about that. Um, this is a distraction. So now any distraction has benefits and has weaknesses. Distractions are good. Sometimes it's good to be distracted when things are too hard. I think that's a little bit what you're asking. Sometimes it's good to have a little bit of a distraction. I need a break. I need a break. Okay, that's something that we've spoken about before. An outlet versus an escape. You can have the same people watching a movie. For one person, it's an outlet, and for another people, another person, it's an escape. So for someone, for someone who the the be, the first thing you want to do, Rafi, and this is really for everyone, is you want to try and know what your what your escapes are What are my outlets? First you want to identify because you're saying your phone why your phone Rafi maybe have a conversation again? I'm not challenging you. I'm saying well if you're an overthinker or you are a thinker I don't know if you're an overthinker, but you're a thinker Sometimes it's good to talk to somebody because what you're doing is you're saying well you're saying we didn't have a phone Right? But one of the things that I didn't do is I also cop- kept a lot of things inside. I had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of anxiety when I was a child. I was king anxiety. That's why his still here, right? Aaron Razak, right? He read the book, Finding, right? That was the book, Finding Serenity in an Age of Anxiety. I read when I was maybe nine. I don't know how old I was. I was very young. No one talked about anxiety. No one knew what anxiety is. I had no idea what anxiety is. Now everyone talks about anxiety. Now it's like overkill anxiety. But what does it do? When you hold things inside, then that could, so that, that is what causes a lot of overthinking uh, different things. So the, so, so the answer isn't, you know, my phone, my entertainment system. And again, entertainment systems are good for certain things. I'm not someone who says, don't, I myself have an entertainment system. I don't have such entertainment on it. But the point is, you got to know, Uh Uh-oh, something's bothering me. What do I go to? Right? We've said this many times. I walk into a room. I go to a wedding. And I've had this many times. I go to a wedding when I was younger. I go to a wedding. I want to feel more comfortable. What do we do? What do you do when you go into a crowd with people and you want to feel more comfortable? Go Go to the bar. What do you do when you're going, what? I, I see a lot of people experiencing that. What do you do? What do you do when you're going on an airplane and you're flying and you get nervous and you have anxiety? Which is appropriate? You're supposed to be nervous and think, maybe that we're going to crash, maybe we're going to get a hijack. Ge- I don't know what you guys think. I know what I think. You get nervous. So what are you going to do? What? Go to the bathroom. What to drink? More more, to, get, to get out of the anxiety. To get out of the anxiety. Good. So what happens? So what do we do? What? Watch movies. Watch movies. Now what? What? Hit a pen. Hit a pen. Go to sleep. Take a Xanax. That
2: what? That what? What? Safe for the driving. Yeah, you're good. Right. Whatever.
0: Whatever. Correct. The point is correct. The point is Rafi and everyone. The point is is that is that when we there are many ways to cope. There are many ways to cope with 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 overthinking. There are many ways to cope with anxiety. There are many ways to deal with problems that we have. The question is, am I doing those things or am I not? I doubt your entertainment system, unless you can meditate through your entertainment system, which you could. You go on Spotify and you find a good meditation thing. That could be a positive way to access your entertainment system. But if I'm going to distract myself, sometimes that could be okay also. But you could have, again, I don't like going into what you could have done, you know, if you had someone in your life, and I I know I, I went through this as a kid as well. If I had someone who I could have said, you know what, I'm, I, I had, I'll just share something that I, that I went through that I didn't even know what it was until I learned about it. I had separation anxiety. I don't know if you guys, which is, which, is a, which is basically an anxiety, but what it was was, what it was, I remember it so clearly, and it's good for me to talk about it, and I'm going to share it. I remember as a kid, I was worried, I remember going to the doctor, going to the dentist. I was worried I'd be at the dentist, and my mother would leave me, my family would leave me, they'd run away from the home, they'd sell the home, no one would be there, and I literally would pretend that I wasn't, I remember this as a kid, I would pretend that I had a stomach ache, my mother would say like, okay Yoni, I'm dropping you off, I might have been, I don't know, 10 years old, 11 years old, I knew the dentist, it was around the corner, I'll drop you off, I'll pick you up after the appointment. And I remember having this intense... Fear that she's running away with the family, she's, they're selling the home, right? Blah, blah, blah. It's called separation anxiety. And it was so painful. What would I do? And I remember this. I would lie and I would say, my stomach hurts me. Oh, I'm having such stomach pain. And somehow I would figure out a way for my mother to have to stay with me. That's what I did. Now, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Because I was having to... Now, I didn't know what it was happening. I was like, I didn't say, oh, wow, there's something wrong with you. Why are you doing analyzing? You're a little kid. Now, if someone would have opened up to me, said, are you okay? Hurting me, whatever. Let's talk about it. I don't know what would have happened. It didn't happen. That's not the point. If maybe I would have had some whiskey, found out that that that's good. If maybe I would have had a game, I don't know what would have happened. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. The point is, is that we all have things like that. We all have things that, that, that are like that. Until I was later on in life, I didn't, I didn't learn how to deal with that. I didn't know how to deal with that. I didn't know how to deal with my anxiety. I didn't even know what anxiety was. What would have happened if a I'm just saying- I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to say what well, would have. I don't know. But I know one thing. I know one thing. I know one thing. I don't know there were other outlets that I did that weren't healthy. There were other outlets that i did that that were not healthy because of my anxiety i remember that's how i discovered drinking i discovered drinking because i was like wow i'd go to a wedding and i would drink have two shots three shots and i'm like right it started off in in uh you know in Sharyashiv. that's when i started really drinking right and i was like wow this is awesome i love going to wedding and I did that for, now I wasn't a drunkard, I wasn't an alcoholic, but then I went to a stage, I went through a stage where I told myself, and to this day, I'm not going, I, I will not drink on purpose. I went through like years where I was like, I'm not going to drink even one shot because I don't want to do that. Now, is it, I, you know what? I used to have this when I would speak. Before I would speak in front of a big crowd, I would, I would take a shot or two, which is not a big deal, and I would speak incredible. I'd be, yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, I'd feel so good. I'd be like, because I was a good speaker anyway, but if, I, if you guys give me a shot of, of vodka before, how do you guys don't, don't know I don't load up in Last my office? In right, yeah, well, one time, man, right, awesome. right? Ask right. Myself. How do you guys don't know that I don't load up before I come down here from my office, right? I'm like, okay, let's go. Ooh. Right? Wouldn't that be a shame if I did that? Why would that be a shame? It would be a shame. I would never do that. But I remember I had a stage in my life where before I, I mean, this, this is not, to me this is not like a sheer I'm giving that I'm nervous about that I'm giving. But if I would speak you know, in front of a crowd that I'm not so familiar. If it's a Shabbos morning, it's even easier because then I get the excuse of I had the kiddush with the herring and blah, 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 and then it's a mitzvah, whatever I would say, whatever it is. But the bottom line is I got to a stage where I was like, I don't want to question myself whether I'm capable of being a good speaker because I'm drinking something. I want to be able to be a good speaker because I want to be authentic me. I want to be me. And if I'm nervous, I'm okay being nervous. And that's okay. Does that make sense? Thank you, Rafi. Thank you, Rafi. And you know what, these things, I wanna, I wanna say these things take time. The problem is we wanna just fix the problem. We have social anxiety, so I wanna walk into a and I wanna feel good. It's like Shalom was saying, so give me two shots, what's the big deal? You know how many times I see that guys filling up, filling up a whole cup of this, and I'm like, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for him. I really do. I really feel bad for people who need to load up, who if that's the way I'm just using that term, who need to 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 shoot up the the alcohol to feel good about themselves. I really feel bad. Why do I feel bad? Because I know that they're that they're that they're not dealing with themselves. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm a little nervous. It's okay. It's okay that I'm nervous. It's okay that I'm, that I'm in a bad mood, and it's okay. It's okay. Okay, yes. Welcome back, Benjamin. Welcome back. Right. Okay. <laughs> <Chicago>. Welcome back, Benjamin. <laughs> Missed you. Yeah, what do you say? What do you have any uh, thoughts from your trip, right? You're, ba- you're back in. I was going to
2: Yeah, that was it.
1: there's
2: uh, a I wasn't here yesterday, so I don't Right. There's a difference, I think, between directly out of condition system and right? watching football in terms
0: of maturity. Yeah, correct. I was talking about older people. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking
2: even, even when you're 18, it's just more important.
1: It's what? That's a form of an escape. Okay. Correct. Right. It was not include
0: maturity. Say that again. Let me hear. I
2: think there's a difference between maturity and escape. OK. So even, even if you're drinking consistently at a kiddush, even if you're 18, I
0: don't think that's anything to do with maturity, I think that's just a form of escape. Nice, okay, I like that distinction. I like that distinction. You're saying it doesn't matter mature or not mature, if you're consistently drinking at a kiddish, then why are you doing that? Yeah, right. Why are you you're doing it? To watch you football? Football is not right, that's more of a, that, that could be fine, I hear that. Very good point,
2: okay, nice.
0: Okay, yes, Yuri, beautiful.
2: And then we'll get to, to your film. To say this yeah. just like that, that really when it comes down to anything, anything can technically be an escape while you're doing it.
1: Maybe it's okay to like, so call it escape life, and it's a very like, impressive word. It's okay to go on vacation. You know? Right. So like, it's okay to watch a football game, but also you could just be watching a football game as a form of escape. Right. It's okay maybe to watch like one YouTube video when I'm like staying up at three in the morning. But right. Like not putting down my phone. It's a problem. So I know that's always not an escape. That what? That's always not an escape if you watching football, that's why I'm doing it.
0: Correct. Meaning it's not always an escape. maybe it's just
1: as bad as my drinking. You know what I'm
0: saying? Correct, correct. Correct. Meaning you're saying you're saying it's not what you're doing, it's why you're doing it and how long it takes you to not do it or whatever it might be. Yeah. Right? Nice. Yes, well said. Beautiful. Okay, that reveal?
1: No, I answered it yesterday. I, like the message that I got from Chiba yeah. was, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Even a person that that wants to watch football or whatever for like once a year or whatever, right? If it's not a team, so it's not my team. That 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 was the message that I got yesterday. I'm hearing like that. that if it's more. not, what, that, that, that it's would, not fitting. If, if if it's not age appropriate or whatever, so then it's not about once a year or not once a year or once every two years because it's just not appropriate. So, uh, but, like today I, I'm hearing a little bit different. Really, my question is: Is it really ever? Appropriate for a person to do something once in a while that's not age appropriate, and he does it anyways, not as an escape, but rather just stop. Like, I, I'm, I'm not asking this question from a personal place where right. I have a title today. So you're asking, that's you're asking more theoretical. It's Usually, more, it's more theoretical, right. but like, I'll give you an example. I, I've seen people that I look up to right. that that they would never smoke cigarettes on right. a like, regular basis. Right. Like once in a very while, they'll right. have a cigarette, right. just stop like, at, I don't know if it's an escape or it's right. time they want to drink and stuff, but right. like, if you would ask them, is it like would you smoke on a regular basis? I'd right. say you, the right. 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 So like, I, I'm asking it theoretically because I know when I need to do something that like, I need to take a break whatever, so I know what I'm like, doing and I think it's age appropriate or whatever, but. Is, right. is there an Indian once in a while to like do something that's not age appropriate, just right. to like? So that's great. That's
0: a, I love that question. That's I a know. great. I, feel like I
1: just want to add that, that yeah yeah like there's a famous story I think Barry Brown uh, always says about uh, Scheiber, Right. about football about football well, was that, that? I mean that, that he heard about that like the there was like yeah. a, when he was already much older. Right. Like it. Well, once he was like he walked into the basement and she was all happy. Uh, oh, you think I don't know that the Yankees uh, won or whatever? And then, they, they, but they, 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 they changed the story. story they changed the story. And then, that's that's that. then another time he made like a big battle uh, uh, or whatever that that's not that, American Yankees my in my day, that wasn't the story. They changed the story. <laughs>
0: I am just telling you they changed the story. That that wasn't I'm not saying what happened cuz he's not alive and we'll never know what happened cuz you'll hear 30 different uh, uh uh you know interpretations but that's not the story they said in my day. The story they said is that he heard that the Yankees won and he he said he felt a little okay about it. That that was that was the story they said in my day. He felt a little like oh like he, he had a little then, c- then the No going, oh, yeah, then, then they make, then make they up. Really yeah, yeah that, that that's that, that I never heard. never heard that. they make up that. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just saying you know, stories like that change, but the point is, good. right see, I get triggered from that. The story the, the point is, the bottom line is, let's just address what Phil's saying. The bottom line is, this is great. I,
1: I, I got it. I, I think I got it. Like I'm being open. I, I don't I don't have a need to go to something that's not that age program. I want to know is it right. is there an Indian right. to do
0: that? Great, great. This so now this gets into the next stage that we'll get into, and that is that is oh sure you had something. I just want to say this is very very important. Anything we everything we do, all the time, is an outgrowth of who we are, twenty four seven. The way you sleep the way you eat, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you play basketball, the way you drive a car. Everything we do are little fingerprints of who we are. What do you mean by that? how we drive? Again, everything we do, everything we do is a outgrowth of who we are. You can't be like this, this way, and then be like that, that way. If you watch somebody play basketball, you can learn a lot about who he is. When you watch someone in the base madrash you can learn a lot who he is. When you watch the way someone drives, you can learn, exactly, many things, infinite variables of how we act, what we do. So, if a person does something, let's say once in a while, but it's a childish thing, right, there's no question about it, whether I'm allowed to, whether I should, whether I could, whether, that's not even the point. The point is it'll manifest itself in other areas. It'll manifest itself and it'll come out in other areas. The reason people do things, you know, once in a while, whatever it is, it's because there's something that there, that, 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 it could be that it's not. Now is it a big deal that they're doing it? Correct, it might be a 3% of what they have, but it's still there, it's still there. That's Nicias what Rav is talking about. Okay, yes. Yeah? Okay. Thank you. I just want to say, guys, I just want to say something. It's an, and I know I'm, I'm not just saying this to compliment Rav Hill for him to feel good. It's good for him to feel good also. But Rav is sitting, right? His son just came, right? But he's sitting here in sheer, right? Asking these questions because that is, he, he wants to grow. He wants to know more. He wants to understand. He wants to 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 challenge himself more it's not about being uh in yeshiva and i gotta i gotta get through this this is what life this is what life is about so thank you ravilla thank you ravilla. i love it it's inspiring it's inspiring yes Shua.
2: my questions were or okay. or but some questions I had was, why, why do we have a kiddush in yeshiva with, with alcohol? Yes. Was bashing it. Great. So oh. do, if you noticed,
0: how I, what, I, what I do for the kiddush in yeshiva is, is it's very controlled. I B'davka, told them to get shot glasses, and I will talk about it again. On purpose, small glasses, and to talk about how to drink, because when I see guys filling up cups of alcohol as opposed to saying, there's nothing wrong with teaching, right? It's not like you have to, if you notice in yeshiva, we don't have 15 bottles that are just in. There. there are a few bottles. This last kiddush, we didn't even have anything. There was one or two bottles that had to come through it. I'm very, I'm much more mockbit on that. When they asked me to, to, should we buy wine for Shabbos? I'm very, very organized to say, okay, we could buy a bottle of wine for a table. You buy a beer for this. There's nothing wrong with appropriately, you know, to say we're going to be a sober yeshiva, not going to let anyone, okay, maybe one day we'll have to get there, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll have to do that.
2: Um, Is that okay? Was I, is that, yeah. There's a term like the, the inner child. We, yes. we all have an inner child yes. in us, and we all like kind of wanna wanna be children and yes. and do these childish acts. Yes. So what what's wrong with with doing it every, every once in a while to, to help calm this inner child right. down? So, that, so that's, that's what, what we're yeah, Right. I think Rebbe, three days ago. Uh, when he defined the term maturity, right, it was differentiation, meaning a right. child doesn't know the difference between their mother and their father, but an right. adult does. Right. So I, I'm, I was kind of thinking like a mature thing to do is, is like when you need this inner child to come out because we all need it to come out, is to, to differentiate from who you are at the moment. Nice. Nice. I mean, yes, I am an adult. Nice. But but. I'm differentiating that now I, I kind of need to do this, this childish act because nice. i not my age. Nice.
0: That's like beautiful a short way to look at it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sure. Beautiful. I'll tell you, I, I think we had that with Shmuley. When Shmuley asked a question, he was saying something, and we said if you could distinguish, if you could differentiate between what is that craving, what is me being a baby, child, when someone gets angry, and someone starts getting, that's where the triggers are very important. When you find yourself getting like flared up, you find yourself getting all uh, a certain impulsive, you find your heart rate you know, rising, uh, getting faster, you find yourself uh, out of control. Those are signs that, okay, I'm not in control of myself right now. There's me, and now I'm acting like a baby. Now I'm acting like this now again, we could talk maybe we'll further over the year we could talk about you know how a person heals that inner child. there's a lot of codependency codependent people right codependency is very very um, uh, I don't want to say popular, but codependency is very prevalent amongst people nowadays and and having that that uh that 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 problem with boundaries, boundary issues, right? As being a, you know, a child has no boundaries, doesn't know boundaries, and an adult has to help a child with boundaries. So a lot of times we're like, here, let me me say, anything you do without boundaries already is getting into the level of of being a child. Let me explain, right? For example, I'm not, I don't want to get into this, that, that deep, especially tonight, and this might trigger some people, right? When you just eat whatever you want to eat, that's, that's a boundary. That's an immaturity. When, when you don't have control over what, how many pieces of chicken, now we all have that. When a person is not able to control his eyes, that's a, ch- what, what are you doing? You can't just look wherever you want to look, whenever I want to look. Boundaries are very, very linked to adult and children. You're out of control. I'm out of control. I have no control. Children don't have control. They need their parents to say, it's 8.30 at night, you must go to sleep. You know why you must go to sleep? because you need to have a good night's sleep to get up early in the morning for school. If you would let your children go to sleep whenever they want to go to sleep, when would they go to sleep? They'd, they'd never go to sleep. If you would let your child before supper eat whatever they wanted to eat, they would come to supper with a bellyache. So being a good parent and being an adult is by being able to set boundaries, not with anger, not with a not with a vengeance, but appropriate boundaries. Does that help you? Sure?
2: Yeah. So.
0: And and a lot of people who struggle with boundaries.
2: So the way to calm your inner child is, is to set boundaries.
0: Correct. Now again, again, we're already getting to like territory that's much more complex and deep, which we can go into. But the problem that a lot of people have is what you're saying, is that that inner child. That inner child, they're 18 years old, they're 20 years old, they're 21 years old, and guess what? That little child is running around like like a wild man. He watches what he wants, he eats what he wants. There is that little child, even though I'm 20 years old, even though I'm 21 years old, and then we struggle with that, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm out of control. I have no control over myself. That already gets into trauma healing addictions right addictions that's very a lot of people who have addictions right and we all we're all all of us our generation everyone's on the on the on the cusp of, of addictions we're this, addictions is is becoming more 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 i think in america i think in, in, in the us this year was the most overdoses the addictions has gone through the roof that's, that's, that's uh, you know, that, that's, chi- that's, that's inner child. Everyone talks about the inner child work, trauma work. That's, the, that's everything nowadays. No boundaries. Eat what you want, drink what you want, air conditioning what you want, swipe the credit card what you want, live how I want, and no one's gonna tell me. Someone's gonna put boundaries on me? I'll rebel. Okay, Hashem should help us all. Amazing, everyone, amazing. Shem should help us all to live today as best as we can, to realize that it's a journey that takes time, patience, and, and things take, take time. Just learning about it, talking about it. Have an amazing evening, everybody.